Welcome to the inaugural episode of Chant Rants. It's a little bit different than the Logos and Trivical podcast, although I will be sending it out along the airwaves in the same feed, in that I don't invite guests on here, I just rant about whatever shit I feel like ranting about. Fair warning, who knows where I'm going to go with any of this. Language is going to be what it's going to be, so thank you for tuning in. Here we go. A tool has no inherent morality, is only the morality of the person who is using the tool, which influences the perspective upon which people cast their judgments about the tool in question. Capitalism is a great example of this. Capitalism is a tool in which many people have assigned biases or perspectives or moral qualities that simply do not exist within the framework of capitalism. Capitalism is simply a recognition of value and a method of creating fungible wealth which can be transferred from one party to another. That's essentially capitalism in a nutshell. That's not evil. It's not good. It just is what it is. You know, a hammer isn't evil. It isn't good. You can use a hammer to build something. You can use a hammer to crack somebody in the head. Or you can use a hammer, as Joe Rogan likes to say, to hit yourself in the fucking dick. Either way, it's the same hammer. In the same way that a gun can be fired at a target. It can be fired at a target that's a human. It can be fired at a target that's an animal. It can be fired at a target that's a piece of paper. It might never be fired at all. It could just be an overpriced paperweight. It all depends on what you're going for and what you're trying to do with it. It's you, the user of the tool, who determines how the tool will be used. Now, a lot of people want to say capitalism encourages people to be soulless or heartless or to do the wrong thing. Well, I beg to differ. Because long before capitalism ever existed, people were hurting each other. People were taking advantage of each other. A lot of people want to point to tribal living as a superior form of living. I would suggest that perhaps you haven't done all the research on the subject that you might otherwise have because tribes were brutal with each other. They might have taken good care of the 100 to 200 people that they intimately knew and worked with on a day-to-day basis, but they were in competition with other tribes in their areas. And they did fucked up things to each other, like skin each other alive. Cut each other down with weapons made of stone or wood or any number of ways, same as we do now. Capitalism doesn't have anything to do with the quality of a man's heart. It's merely a tool. Now, does a man who is uh, got evil intents, let's say, I know some people don't like that word, but let's run with it anyway. A man who's got evil intents and has aligned himself with the fact that he intends evil, does he have the opportunity to do more evil because of the power inherent in the tool of capitalism? Of course he does. Just like the man who intends good has his ability to accomplish that good amplified by the powerful tool that is capitalism. Capitalism is one of, 
if not the most powerful tools ever invented. Because you see, before the advent of capitalism, you relied on barter. You relied on gifts, you relied on trade. But what happens if you have something that I want, but I don't have something that you want? Guess what? I don't get what I want. You give it, or trade it, or barter it away to somebody else. So, also, if I produce one of something for myself, and there's no capitalistic system involved, then I really don't have any incentive to mass produce or figure out a way to mass produce something because I know there's a limited amount of things that I'm going to be willing to trade for and I'm going to have to devote most of my time to surviving because I may not have things to trade to other people who might otherwise be disposed to creating the things that I need to sustain my life. So with the advent of capitalism, let's say that I'm good at making fish hooks. And my neighbor needs fish hooks. Well, if I have a currency that I can spend with any of my neighbors, then I can sell to him some of my fish hooks. He can then go fishing and I can spend the money wherever I want. Not just on whatever my neighbor who makes arrows, which I don't need because I have plenty of arrows, can use. You see, so it opens up a lot of opportunity for people to have a lot more things in their lives that they might not otherwise have. Now, there's surely a darker side to materialism. People who seek things just to have things, in my opinion, tend to live a rather hollow existence. But that doesn't mean I would want to take that right away from them. Nor does it mean that it's inherently wrong to live that way. I mean, it's not the way that I want to live because any time that I've veered that way for a short time in my life, I felt like shit, so I pulled away from it. But that doesn't mean that other people shouldn't have the right to live their lives the way that they want to, and capitalism is an amplifying force. If I can create a thousand of something with little more effort than it takes to create ten of them, and then I know that I can be able to trade those things for money that I can spend anywhere, then I'm a lot more likely to do that. You know, this life that we live in, full of opportunity, full of um, endless opportunity, full of endless knowledge, full of endless anything that you could want, whatever life you want to live, you could live it in this age. And it has never been possible in a time without capitalism. Capitalism has made this world this amazing world that we live in possible and without it, we wouldn't have this world. Now, you can look back to any other time before now and you can say, hey, uh, they had this good thing or they had that good thing. Sure, yeah, maybe some people, but some people, uh, and way more than now, didn't have the opportunities that we all have in the first world. I mean, even the homeless in the first world have a place to stay in the shelter or just even underneath a bridge or in an alley or under the detritus left behind by society. They have food at food shelters, in garbage bins behind restaurants. I mean, what if you were homeless 2,000 years ago in a sparsely populated area with no capitalism? That meant that you were dead. That's what that meant. Homeless meant that you just died. The reason that there weren't the same amount of homeless problems before the advent of capitalism is because people fucking died. They couldn't survive on nothing. The crazies couldn't survive. 
If somebody wasn't willing to take care of him, they either fucking killed him or said, good luck, you're out of here. Kicked him out the door, and they died. Sure, homelessness is a problem. Of course it is. And could we be doing a better job of showing our hearts to the people who need it most? Yes, but let's not assume either that we have the solutions to solving the homeless problem by taking money from other people and giving it to them, you know? Or... And, and, that, and that ties in a lot to what's going on in this world where people think that they're entitled to things and if they don't get what they think they're entitled to, then they try to shut down their whole fucking life and they try to blame all their problems on other people and then they start putting their hand out demanding payments for things that they haven't done. You know, like if you had a kid and you said, hey, uh, if you do this, this, and this, I will give you $10. And then they did none of those things. Would you still give them $10? If you do, you're a shit parent, really, honestly, because you're the one who set the terms of the agreement, and then one party reneged on the agreement, and you still paid them. See, that's being a sucker. That's being a chump. And when you're a chump with your kids, they'll walk all over you, and your kids have everything in common with everybody else. When you're a chump with anybody, they'll walk all over you, and even the people who are good-hearted, they just won't want to be around you because they'll know you're a chump, and you're not bringing good to them. You're not serving their furthering of their growth goals because you're not a winner. You're not growing. There's nothing to teach there. There's only leeching and offering yourself as your own sacrifice. And see, that doesn't work with people who have things going on in their lives that are worth noting, that are worth doing. So when you tell me that you think capitalism is the cause of all these problems, I tell you that capitalism capitalism is the thing that will provide the solutions to the problems that are inherent in people in the first place. All you have to do to solve a problem with capitalism is convince people it's worth it. If you can convince people that there's value in something that you're offering, then they will buy it and you can solve that problem. For instance, if the problem is how do I get from point A to point B, there's a million ways to solve that problem. It could be riding on a bus for a dollar. It could be riding on a different kind of bus for a hundred dollars. It could be buying a vehicle for forty thousand dollars. It could be renting a vehicle for a hundred dollars a day. It could be riding a bicycle. It could be walking with comfortable walking shoes or with no shoes. It could be any sort of thing you can imagine that's been built. You can do that because of the power of capitalism. If I owned an airplane and it was the only airplane, you could never convince me to let you ride on my airplane unless you had something that I wanted specifically. However, if I know that I can build an airplane and I can actually build 10 airplanes and then I can sell them to people for cash that I can spend anywhere, then I might be willing to do that. Do you see? It's a recognition of value and that value is transferred into a fungible form so that I can take it with me and spend it on the things that I see fit. And the people who are accepting my fungible currency as payment are saying that I recognize the value inherent in this fungible currency, so I will accept it in trade for the thing that I have created or the thing that I'm selling. And if you don't have a system like that, then you're severely, severely limited in your ability to gather resources and to gather products into your life that could further your own goals. I mean, fucking hell. You think the internet would exist without capitalism? 
Not a chance. And for all of those out there who want to think that they had some sort of magic communication system figured out back in the day, well, I don't think so because there's no evidence to suggest it. Sure, some people sailed around in boats, and sure, there were advanced civilizations that existed before and now, but you know what? As far as anybody can tell, and without any really significant reason to believe otherwise, there's never been a mass communication system like the internet available at any time in human history ever before, even though human history extends at least 100,000 years into the past. Probably more like three, four, five times that much. So, the internet allows us to communicate and see all the problems of the world and come up with solutions. The world is getting constantly, constantly better. There's less disease, there's less famine, there's less murder, there's less war, there's less and less of the problematic things that have existed in the world because of the powers of co capitalism. And then the powers of communism, and that's why I slipped up a little bit because I was getting ahead of myself, the powers of communism or socialism or the, the primacy of the group versus the primacy of the individual come in and they fuck things up every time. Because nobody has an incentive to work for their neighbor if they know they're not going to be rewarded disproportionately for a disproportionate amount of work. It's a race to the bottom. And it's been proven out every time. Every time you try to say that the primacy of the group is over the primacy of the individual, then what you have is a situation where everybody's racing to the bottom. Everybody's trying to get away with the least amount that they can do to get their piece of the pie because they know they're guaranteed the same piece of the pie no matter how much effort they put into the system. And if you think that in a capitalistic system there are lazy fucks who are trying to take advantage of certain loopholes in the government system, in the business system, then just you wait until a system adopts a socialist mindset and watch how people milk it, watch how people take advantage of it. And it's been proven out every time. If you're a student of history, if you're a student of the modern world, if you're a student of politics, if you're a student of basically anything that's happened in the last several hundred years, you can see how the greater good mentality, the uh, primacy of the group mentality has ruined every single society and culture that it has touched. The reason that United States and that capitalism are such powerful tools is because they recognize the value inherent in the individual and they give the individual the tools necessary to go out into the world and make manifest the vision and the purpose that they hold sacred within their spirit and their heart. There's never been a time where somebody could do that, where anybody could do that with the same sort of clarity and the same sort of opportunity and the same sort of equalization of the field of opportunity than there is now. And that's directly and almost solely due to the fact that we are operating on a capitalist, individualist system. And if you can't get with that, then you're not opening up your eyes. The phone or the computer that you're listening to this podcast on right now would not be possible without capitalism. The business that you work at would not exist without capitalism. The home that you live in would not exist without capitalism. You can't point me to a time where the ubiquitous nature of opportunity in the Western world has existed anywhere else at any other time in human history. It has not existed. It has not existed. This is the supreme time to be alive. This is the time of greatest opportunity. This is the time of most potency of the individuals. And for you to disrespect all the work and all the generations that went 
into creating this better system is such a sacrifice of the honor of your ancestors because this is the system they envisioned when they lived and they had hard times and they fought and they struggled and they tried to survive and they tried to build something better. This is the culmination of that. This is the culmination of that. Reality is that which selects and reality has selected the primacy of the individual and the primacy of a capitalistic system over the primacy of the group and over the primacy of a communist or socialist economic system. And the reason that we know that is because individualistic systems and capitalistic systems rise to greater heights. They crumble with less facility than their counterparts. That isn't to say that it needs to be all the way over to one side. Although maybe it does. We haven't really had the opportunity to test that one, have we? No. But part of the reason we haven't had the opportunity to test that is because some people don't want to take responsibility for themselves. And that seems to be an inherent feature in this existence that we're living in. So perhaps it's not possible to get all the way over there either. Perhaps too many people will struggle and fail and then they'll die and then people will want a softer outlook on life okay maybe that's right maybe it's wrong i'm not sure what i am sure of is a capitalist individualistic society is the only society in which an individual has been able to rise to such great heights so common so often so ubiquitous across all stratas of the social and political and economic stratosphere. Anybody, any poor person, any rich person, any middle class person, any skin color, any ethnicity, any heritage, any religion. You can be famous. There are examples. You can be rich. There are examples. You can be influential. There are examples. You can build the life of your dreams. There are examples from all different walks of life. It's only up to you to find and follow the patterns and you have access to all the patterns that have ever existed almost right now at your fingertips if you're listening to this. You have the internet. You have the library of Alexandria times a thousand. You have all the information that's ever existed since we rediscovered the writing process essentially. I mean, if you can't see that, especially after this rant, then I can't fucking help you. Chance rants, number one, over.